making Gucci moves. My whip bulletproof. I stash it on the roof. I come nah, with I'm broke. It's old. I'm broke. Cheers. Broke. Cheers is an expensive sport. Don't let signs of a man who truly enjoys himself. Don't, don't, <laughs> nah, I did not enjoy myself. First yeah, of all, coming just, back broke. Them is all the one of them right there. If you Dallas is a great city, I like Dallas. I love Dallas. It's a beautiful place. But they drive angry in Dallas. They will run your ass clean off the road. Over the interstate. I thought yeah. that was just driving in Texas, period. No, it may be. <laughs> it may be. They are very aggressive drivers. I thought Atlanta was bad. Texas on a whole nother level. They will run your ass off the fucking road. They both bad. Both of them, I get nervous. I, I feel like, like I'm, just, I feel like I'm driving them in the way. I feel like everywhere in the country, they just give licenses out and let people kind of learn as they go. Pretty much. Because I, yeah, I think they drive bad in most places. I, I haven't seen a good driver. There's not many good drivers anywhere. I mean, you remember really, one of my blasts for season one was the DMV? Which all your blasts. Oh, Oh yeah, I was about the DMV. You said they was giving them- and for what reason? For giving out freaking free free answers and licenses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think most of my blast was about driving. With I about bad pissed driving. on myself while I was driving in Dallas. That's how oh, you were that. <laughs> Hell no. <nah. laughs> hey, how I was like I was, was I was driving through Jackson? Man, that little weak ass bridge. You talking about is elevated. You talking about Vicksburg? Yeah, you t- you had me all scared and shit. Like I'm about to go over highest bridge. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm uh, low to the ground. It looked scary because of the the whole structure of it, but it wasn't that bad. It's about half a second across. Man. Yeah, but you had me. Yeah, it hangs off a cliff, and it's Look. about you said it's about ten miles long. <laughs> Fucker. So I'm nervous. Driving to Vicksburg, like man, I'm about to go up this big ass. But that's because yeah, I know man. you don't like crossing bridges. Damn, yeah. That's why I give you. That's why I, I give you a you bad like. bridge, and you get to a short bridge. Then it's relieving, right? <laughs> no, it didn't work that way. It's because the whole time me getting to the bridge, I'm like a nervous wreck. Like, fuck, when is it coming up? How many more miles I got? Okay, ten more miles. Okay, when is it coming? Is it there yet? Ah, go over the bridge, like. This little weak ass bridge. <laughs> I, love that bridge. I have a lot of I have a lot of memories crossing that bridge. You go to the liquor barn. I ain't gonna lie. The liquor I wonder if that liquor barn still there. I ain't been there in so long. But you know what? Let's go and get this thing started. I'm making Gucci moves. My whip bulletproof. I stash it on the roof. I come with it. Ladies and gentlemen, this this is safe for the mic. And we are here. We are in this biatch. Yeah. We're gonna get it in. We're gonna get it in. We're gonna get it good. I'm in here, man. Producer Nike Newell on the ones and twos. Be- What's going on, y'all? Good evening, y'all. Good evening, y'all. AKA. AKA Mr. Big Wildcat. AKA Mr. In the Building. We're gonna leave everything else off today. <laughs> I he don't want to be explicit with his reputation. I, I am Renaissance, <laughs> AKA Murdoch. AKA a wild monkey, AKA rabbit. This is Bareface is in here. What's up, Bareface? AKA. What's up, Bareface? Up in here, the Bareface killer. 
the greasy fried chicken, the finger licking, mama sticking. You know who up in here, man. Come on, the beer face is here. Taja Monique is in the building. What's up, Taja, AKA? AKA T Bone. AKA, we already know it's Taja Monique. And that's all I got for y'all today. And <laughs> Black is back, y'all. We missed him last week. That's right. He's on an escapade down I 20. AKA D Skittles, AKA D Nat. D nasty and of Wait, course it. Mr. Tripod. Tripod. Tripod in the building. Let it marinate. Hey, <laughs> I, I have no I have no back. comment on that. This is the BDC, so at least somebody gonna be called tripod this uh, bitch. The CDC finna be called. What y'all talking Ooh, about? <laughs> dude, we gotta get that shirt made, Mr. Uh shirt maker. Uh <laughs> Hey, well, we got to put some folks on blast as always. Everybody got complaints. You you didn't win all week. Somebody didn't piss you off at least once. So uh, hey, who want to go first? I want to put the person who on blast who sent me this text today. And uh, I found out that this is a scam. Somebody sent me a message on uh, Facebook Messenger said, hey, you may know this person that died. I think this is somebody that you may uh, know that had died, that has died. Click the link below. And I, you know, I, it caught me in the middle of work. And if I wasn't busy working, I probably clicked that damn link because I'm like, who the hell died? No, this is not the time and the place to be playing them type games, man. Luckily, though, I didn't click on the link, got home. My homeboy that ran told me, hey, man, do not click that damn link because it's a hacker. So whoever that person is, whoever these hackers out here playing these types of game, man, y'all taking it to a whole nother level. Yeah, man. How you fight hackers? Man. We got to get it. We got to get a hacker on here. I'm gonna have to get my put my partner Tim on here for fan base. Speaking of fan base, we have a. If you want to listen to us live recording, you need to get on fan base and get on our. Uh, I forget what they call it, the little talk chat joint. And you can listen to us live as they, as they are on there right now. And I appreciate every last one of y'all. And uh, who else got a blast? Who's that? Oh, y'all gonna wait for me? You know I got one, right? Okay, I go. Okay, go ahead. What you got, Taser? I want to put these semi truck drivers on blast. Oh hell yeah! Uh -oh. Ain't getting no goods from Amazon. This week, these folks that almost ran me off the road. I don't know if they halfway sleep, what they got going on. I used to drive trucks, but they getting real reckless with trying to take over the roads. Usually I'm pretty lenient with them. You know, if they coming off, you know, onto the highway from a on ramp, I'll move over, right? But they're already on the highway. I'm going to the off ramp. I'm thinking that they finna get in this lane because they're like drifting towards me. So I'm moving about to hit another car and then they jump back over two lanes to the right. So they weren't even getting off. So I want to put them on blast for trying to take over the highway. They the hooks of the highway now. Yeah, you got to be careful. They ain't waiting on you. You too small. What are you driving, by the way, while you trying to compete with an 18 wheeler? What? I wasn't trying to compete. I was trying to move because I thought they wanted to get over. They drifting. So I'm like, I ain't got nowhere else to go. It ain't no getting over. I own the road. This whole road mine. You in my way. It I'm was 65 on the interstate. I stopped because they was drifting and they had nowhere to go. And then instead of them going over to the right where they were going, they went over two lanes to the left. <laughs> on the road. It's my road. Yeah, they, they do own the road. I've been in LA, dog. They, they, when they move, they move aggressive. 
they get over, they just get over. They ain't, ain't no delay. Uh-uh. You got to get the hell out of the way. Mm-mm. And uh, so, uh, who you got? You got one? You got one, Bear? Yeah. But before I say anything, just know you all guys already have the link. This is going to be an extreme one. Okay. All right. In fact. Let me brace. In fact, this is so extreme. Draw a little light. Let me go ahead and top this off a little bit. My blast tonight. We can go get get that pre-roll going for him because I know he's gonna say something. Yeah. (laughs) H M P, you nasty demonic motherfuckers. And I don't mean human microbiome project. No, don't let that first search fool you. Go a little deeper. H-M-P. Human Meat Project. Oh. It's a real website. I'm by, wait a minute. See it for yourself. I sent you the links already. No, man, stop today. telling so people you know. to look shit up. Spill it out, man. What, what is it? What yeah. fucking answer? What would direct you need than that motherfucker? I just told you H-M-P. Human Meat Project. How much more you need than that? Talk your shit. Leave alone. So people eating people? They Get still... on the goddamn website. Put a dot com behind the damn thing and see it for yourself. Human Meat Project. God damn it. I'm, I'm going to look at this. Human Meat Project. Educate us. Look it up and bring it up in a minute. I'm going to go. Why are you looking that up? Nike New, do you want to go? Because mine is a little show. You can have your loved ones sign up to be a filet. But who? Me on the table. They're feeding it to the dog. <laughs> she said, "Put me on the table." <laughs> <laughs> Tasia, so see that? That okay? Tasia. All right. Behave All yourself. Right. Behave yourself. <laughs> After that, my um, my blast seemed pretty chill, man. Damn, I was just gonna put on blast hidden fees. <laughs> I think everybody hate them. Like uh I go to I go to Gold's Gym and I got a gym membership and then they charge me a maintenance fee and then they charge me a gym upkeep fee once a month. I pay for the membership once a month and I pay for the upkeep fee every two weeks. So I'll be looking at my bill and it's three different payments. <laughs> and I'm just thinking I pay for one gym membership, but they they not doing me like that. Yeah, I thought they only had one payment and that was it. That wasn't that what they advertised? No fees and, on that? And that's how they that's how they got me. Yeah. Okay. Now how long have you been on this membership? Uh a couple years. A couple years. And but like I don't look at my bank account all the time. And sometimes I look at it and search for like the gym and I'll see all these chick, 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 chick. <laughs> and that's how they get other folks because they don't be checking. Mm-mm. Somebody, grandma and grandpa out here trying to stretch their knees. The bank will hit you the sun too. The bank, the bank's notorious. Yeah. I, I, all right. Well, I, mine is pretty. You know, I just got annoyed this morning. You know, you, I, I pay for the extra. You know, you got a got a Sam's card. You know, Sam's Club card, right? And I pay a little bit more because I'm in a highly dense, densely populated area. I pay a little bit more so I can go at different times, right? Mm-hmm. So they open at nine. I pay so I can go at eight. You know what I mean? 
So me and a few other people go at eight o'clock in the morning because they only they only letting certain people in between eight and nine o'clock. And so I get there, I'm there at eight AM at the door. It's it's thirty degrees outside. I'm in California. That's fucking cold. I don't care where you at and how cold it get for you in Minnesota. I know. I already know how it tastes. Tastes like thirty. Okay, she bored, but that was freezing for me. We outside. There's little kids out there. My 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 ankles is you know I put lotion on, but they was white from being so cold. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so we standing out there doing like this, and the lady is sliding her little country ass feet to the door. She turns around, the guy she had a coffee mug in her hand, she turns around and she slides her feet back to the other door, puts it down. She turn. it's 8.05 now. She turns, she goes, she pushes a buggy out the way. We beating on the door. This little kid out there beating on the door and she's doing all these other things. 8.10, she opens the door. Nah. Yeah, I was a cussing fool. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I let that lady have it. I let her have it. I, and I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I paid for it to be over at eight. Open them fucking doors at eight. I let her have it. I let the assistant manager have it. I let the, the regular manager have it. Then I went and got my tissue paper and went on to the house. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? But hey, that's our black. Hey, straight up. We're going to get right into this. And uh, we got uh, some subjects coming up. We gonna hey, talk about- before we get into this, so I did look up HMP. Oh, yeah, appreciate that. What you got? All right, so HMP, welcome to the hu- Human Meat Project. We are the Human Meat Donation Program. By, no- by donating bodies of human consumption, we are taking action to solve overpopulation, which leads to climate change and the greenhouse effect caused by the mass forming of livestock animals in order to feed the world. So I'm you sorry. mean, David, this is a project where... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have two problems. Consumption? That's tough. I have I have there's one major problem that I'm not even going to address right here. Dude. Okay, assuming that the major problem is okay. That's the cannibalism. We already know this shit here is out of fucking question, right? But you say that you're solving <laughs> overpopulation by people who are already dead. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that sounds like trafficking to me. Let's tell me what type of meat you want, and then I'll get it. That's tough. That's that, that, tough. This is a real thing. You were able to look this up, like he said. I yeah, sent you the website. You can go. I sent you the link to go straight on their website. It's in your messenger. That's tough. And this is in the U.S. and they're allowing people to do this and buy. So, so, so basically, just like you know, there was an organization for uh, child molesters. They was they were fighting for child molester rights. Remember that? Do you remember that, Bear? I heard about that. Yeah. So you telling me there's there that there is a legal entity right now serving cannibalized meat for human consumption. Facts. Not the cow. Yes. There ain't nobody burning. <laughs> what they say? What they say, Brian? Not the cap. I do not believe that. Not the cap. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I'm good. They're, I'm not... they're they're selling packaged human meat. Like it's like it's like this ground beef. You know that little 
ground beef meat that okay. being the two. This is my fear, though, Black. This is my fear that there's already some of that bullshit in the shit that we're eating. Probably so. I heard Thank that. you. I don't know how. Thank you. You don't know this. Maybe some of this meat taste, dude. I, I I really backed up off of meat, you know. If it ain't chicken or fish, because I could really, I could easily identify those. But this meat has been tasting funny all across the board. The frozen meats. Y'all know this stuff um, how they be shipping that like liquid meat in them bulk trucks. <laughs> liquid meat. Have you have y'all ever seen those trucks? You mean like Vienna sausage? Basically, it's like meat and chicken byproducts and stuff, and like it's not in a bag, it's not in a box, like it's just literally like loaded liquid. It's it's almost like a big cement truck, but it's just full of liquid meat. No, nah, like, who's to say that's not a little, 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 little general no. souls blend? Look, for right, listen, listen, I've <laughs> seen docs where they, say, where, where they said shit like, um. Uh, the federal government says that human meat in in your meat to like certain percentage was okay, and I'm like, who the fuck said that shit? Thank they you. also they also say they say all kind of stuff is 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 okay. They say roaches are okay. They say rats are okay because when you do that stuff in such mass productions, like you're gonna get something and you can't clean it all out. You remember that? They had a um a McDonald's a few years ago in Oklahoma that had exceeded that 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 limit. They 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 allotted that. That's when that's when I first found out that they even have human pieces of human meat in our meats because hey, that of that crazy. that case that happened with that McDonald's in Oklahoma. They, they had exceeded a, that limit. There was a line in that movie Car Wash with a uh, Snoop Dogg in it. Y'all remember that line? And dude was like, yeah, I'm going to go to this food truck, get something to eat. He was like, nah, man, you don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that food truck. Some of that <laughs> street meat. That. That's that street meat. That, that's, he was <laughs> like, them bodies in that truck. <laughs> you don't want that, cuz. <laughs> There's some bodies over there. Anyway, we're going we gonna, to we gonna table that for a moment because I'm starting, my stomach's starting to curl. You're going to look forward to demolition, man. Yeah, we're going to. You're going to look forward to our rat bird to watch. Oh. Before I go to commercial break, I gotta tell this story. We was eating chicken wings. I was in Atlanta with my brother. It was uh, about five, four or five years ago. We was eating some chicken wings. He was like, Yeah, man, I gotta give me some rat legs, man. I can't wait. I was like, What you mean rat legs? He was mm-hmm. like, hey. He said, You think that many goddamn chickens? <laughs> I was like, ah, ah. I ain't eat chicken for like I ain't chicken wings for like a, a month. Hey, you know. <laughs> Anyway, we're going to go to a commercial break, man. But before we do, I just want everybody to know that we get all our T-shirts and all our sweaters. And this my company, Crew Shirts. See this right here? This is a uh, athletic shirt. We get this from, what's the name of that place? Endless Custom Creations. You can go to EndlessCCreations.com and uh, get, your, get your shirts custom made for your company, business, a party, whatever you want to do. And the man right there, Black Sand, is going to be the man that takes your order. Anyway, we'll be right back. This is Save for the Mic. And we'll be right back. Endless Custom Creations, where you can get customized tumblers, shirts, and hoodies. Everything is fully customized and handmade just for you. Endless Custom Creations, where we make creations just for you. 
Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and visit us at EndlessCCreations.com. That is Endless, letter C, creations.com. I'm making Gucci moves, my whip, bulletproof. I stash it on the roof. I come with All right, well, we are back. We are back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We just did our blast from the past because you know what, man? Last time we was on, last week, we, uh, we, t- we touched on this... Uh, this new ruling or, or law or whatever district they're trying to put in Jackson, Mississippi, my hometown. And I'm a little freaked out by it. It's, it you know, when, when, and I brought up, I brought up the old uh, abortion ruling that the Supreme court put up. Cause when that happened, my, my initial response was to my, my friends here was that that ruling was not truly about abortion. It was really about state's rights. And my prediction was that because they were able to get that ruling, they were going to go for um, Jim Crow Esquire all over again. And so that's what looks like that is happening um, in Florida. They're doing something um, that's really crazy, erasing history, which is uh, another thing they use in their state's rights to do that. Uh, in Jackson, they're taking it to a whole other level. They want to give, they want to create a district that doesn't abide by the constitution and 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 that district is going to is definitely going to break a lot of civil rights you know and and so we decided we were going to talk about it again on a second on a second night because we didn't uh, really it was kind of sprung up in the middle of our blast last time and and it was so important to have heard that that we didn't have much research but we had to talk on it so now you know we've had a chance to do a little bit of looking into it and um we want to talk about it uh, full throated at this point, and uh, I, I say let it rip, fellas. What, what you got? So, uh, I'd like to say my biggest issue with it, my biggest. Well, I mean, it's so so many. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, me, let me let let me interrupt you first. Let me interrupt you first. So, just for everybody listening, and recap and, what it is and watching. Um, who doesn't know what Jim Crow is. Uh, I know a lot of people do, and a lot of people have actually been affected by it, but I know it's young folks. I mean, I know it's, it's, it's folks out west, folks up north, you know, like like you said, Thomas, we had some folks listening in New Zealand. So, like, we maybe... Have people listening in uh, Germany, New Zealand. Uh, yeah, it's like nine different kind of Netherlands. So, we've so let me let me just get this off, and I apologize for interrupting you, Bear. Hold that thought for me for just two seconds. So, Jim Crow is what's often it, it's a colloquialism for uh, a, a group of segregation laws, rules, um, and a bunch of different practices that arose in the South after Reconstruction, um, and this continued until the 1960s um and it became associated with you know black code words minstrelisms um uncle sam type things um minstrel shows and stuff like that um so just to be exactly you know specific here jim crow was uh, the name of the racial caste system which operated primarily down in the south rigid anti-black laws and it was a way of life that people adapted um and i would say before this things got much worse after this although things were bad before this i will say that um 
And that's all I had to say about it. If anybody has any questions, they can raise a hand. But Bear, please continue. Well, my biggest immediate concern, because God knows we got so many, you know, there's so many. But right now, my biggest immediate concern is that they went and took, they've basically put a military force over the people that they're not accountable to. You get what I'm saying? By by putting this in, in, in place, now the law enforcement are policing a people that they're not accountable to. And my my sentiment is, is, is that if they want to do this, right, then they, they want to be a nation within a nation, they want to be a separate entity, then the nation should not have to answer to them and have to answer to their laws. If they insist, because I mean, Ren, at this point, it ain't stopping. This entity keeps showing up every generation. It ain't stopping. They're not going away. So my thing is, if they insist on being, they want to be a nation within a nation, then we should we need to stop. Because first of all, they're not even going about the rules anymore. They skipped uh, where this uh, the, the bill was supposed to be passed. Remember? It was supposed to go to the, to the House of Senate, I think it was, and, and, and they just completely skipped that to go ahead and, and, and try get this in through the back door. They've done that on so many other, it's, I'm not even surprised by them, you know, just jumping, breaking the rules to get what they want. You know, that, that part doesn't surprise me. The part that gets me is, and, and this is happening, but it's gonna, it's gonna take some time. The Supreme Court is going to have to address this, but the way the courts are stacked at this point, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. They're, they're prop, they're most likely gonna let it just get, go through and do whatever the fuck they want. And so my response to this is, is, and it has been for the last few um, years, is we have voted and allowed this to happen on too many occasions. You know, that whole, I'm, I'm fatigued on this side of the thing being in power. So next year, next election, I'm voting for the other side. Now, you know, now let me just vote in their own self-interest. Everybody's just... It's, it's it's a weird thing that's happening. I don't understand. Let me stop it right there. Are you talking about on the national level, or are you talking about voting like on a local level in your cities? Because this is an issue that's happening within the city of Jackson. In the city of Jackson, from what I read, is eighty three percent black, and you have a small percentage of white of Caucasian individuals. I'm not gonna say white, but Caucasian individuals are starting to start their own uh, political or government uh, okay. body. All right, so this this particular. Oh, if we're talking law, about locally, then that means eighty three percent. Yeah, but wait, black. Let me stop you right there because this ahead. is not this is not a municipality. This is the reason that they're doing this is because they don't have any power in Jackson. Mm -hmm. The state legislature is putting this in place, not the city council, mm -hmm. which is totally different. These are you know the city has a council. They have council members that run the city. The city is still, from my understanding, ran primarily by black by the black voters in Jackson. Now the voting blocks in Jackson has gone down from my from what I've read. Like people in Jackson that normally vote, the, the numbers have have dropped. But this particular law, this particular district that they're trying to form in downtown areas so that they can manage and maintain their whole their own area is being done on the state 
level. So when you think about Jackson, you know, you know how um, Birmingham is in Alabama, right? Mm-hmm. Majority of Birmingham is black, but the state of Alabama, the country rural areas are ran by mostly white people or Caucasians. All the way red state. Right. It's a red state. So the, what has happened is the, the members of the state who send their white representative to the capital, they go to Montgomery, not Birmingham, they go to Montgomery, and they have to work in the city of Montgomery around a bunch of black people. And so <laughs> they're like, we need to put a ring around ourselves, a wall around a safety net around ourselves in Jackson to protect us while we're in Jackson because we don't feel safe because the state legislature has to operate in the blackest part of the state. And if they're going to, they're doing this shit, if this shit happens in Jackson, look out Atlanta. Yeah, it's going to be everywhere. <laughs> look out Montgomery. Yep. <laughs> look out Tallahassee. Yep. All those areas that's predominantly black and you got these little small hick towns on the outskirts, those little small areas that are, are predominantly, well, not small areas, but large areas that are predominantly black in each one of these states. Yeah, they need to be on the lookout. I agree. They buy, Mississippi is about to show, give them the blueprint of how to make that work. Now, um, you know, that's what, the I'm crazy gonna, thing. It's, it's ironic. I don't even think, I mean, yeah, I guess it is ironic, it is ironic but they're in control. And what do you do? You know? But the craziest thing about it is, Jackson is the second blackest city in the U.S. What would be the first, Dallas or Atlanta? Let me check it. Because, I mean, and even if it is, Jackson is a spot in the in the state. It might be the second blackest city. That concentration of blackness can't control the state. I could tell why it was, they always vote red. I could tell it was a predominantly black state, black area when you were giving me directions through that. You said don't, don't stop and eat it. No, I didn't I didn't do that because it was like <laughs> this is where I grew up. No, I know you didn't do that because of that, but by you saying that I can only assume that only meant one thing. Well, when I was growing up, keep there, it moving. And, and I had this conversation last week that you missed, by the way. We I talked about this in detail. When I was growing up in Jackson, it was a little bit different. Okay. When I say a little bit different, meaning that there was a there was a lot more pride in blackness, and I, now the the crime and poverty is so high, which is intentional. And we've talked about this before. Has and it those, always been a predominantly black area, or long, was it like a 70, 30, 60, 40 Caucasian? You know? as, for, since I was a baby, South, West, and East Jackson have always been black. Mm. Always, North Jackson was always white. Now I, I think no, even North Jackson at this point might be more black, might be like majority black at this point. Hey. But, <clears throat> it's not. So that area in North Jackson, by um, going towards the reservoir and over behind uh, I fifty five, going towards uh, Lakeland and all that, that's still kind of majority white, Brian. Hey, I'm I'm off topic, but didn't Medgar Evers uh, get assassinated up the street from uh, where your mom used to live? Medgar Evers, no, we lived in South Jackson. He was closer to 
north of downtown, which okay. is I I don't even know how to that's, that's central. That was like Central Jackson, but it's called Meg. He they named they named his street after him, and he was gunned down in his front yard by the Klan. Yeah, I thought that was close to where y'all grew up. I grew up down the street from Jackson State, which is uh, South Jackson. All right, so I'm about to... Or West Jackson, I'm sorry. It's West Jackson. Interrupt one second. So in regards to my statement about Jackson being the second, so that was on some sources um, that showed Jackson as the second blackest city with um, Georgia first, um, the state first for Fulton County. But according to the CDC, it's outdated because this data was from like 2000. It showed that um, New York City had the largest population of black people, followed by Chicago, then Detroit. So that varies because they say in New York, according to the CDC, but this is 2000 data. New York? Really? 2001. Yeah, which is odd because... Not really, because I mean, when you say New York, you got to think about all the boroughs, not just Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Most people think about Manhattan and they go to Manhattan, you see mostly, but you think about all the boroughs, I can see that. Yeah, they but man, what you think about this? Sorry? What you think about this, this whole setup in Jackson? Oh. I... I, I just sort of wonder, I ain't gonna be, keep beating a, a dead horse. You know what I'm saying? At some point in time, I will say I'm glad the Black Caucus is fighting back. It's not like they're not aware down there. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they're not aware of what's been going on. They, there is pushback happening. You know, well, there is pushback. Well, the bill is sp the sponsor of the expanded police and court bill. Republican Representative Trey Lamar from Rural Town, 170 miles north of Jackson, insists that the proposal is aimed at making Mississippi's capital safer and reducing a judicial block backlog. Sponsored by Trey Lamar. The appointed judges would not be required to live in Jackson or even mm. the county where it's located, which is Hines County. They would be appointed by the Chief Justice of the Mississippi Supreme Court. Oh, wow, who's white? No. A, a position currently held by a white conservative from outside Jackson. Mm -hmm. Jackson's about 83% uh, of Jackson's nearly 154,000 residents are black and 25% live in poverty. Let me ask you something from, from what you read. I don't know if you shared that with there, but... From what yeah, you I'll, read, wait, one, one more quick, one more, one more line before you get there because this is right when I was born. All right. The pace of white flight accelerated in 1980s. They must, they must have heard I was born. Motherfucker got the hell out of Dodge. <laughs> About a decade after public schools integrated, many middle class and wealthy black families have also left. So you can this include me in that, that group. little black baby is the reason why. <laughs> that's that one right there that's the one we've been waiting on that's the yeah. chosen one the word got out but what you was finna say black when was that article written what i just read yeah oh uh, yeah that the producer that man i, I, I was provided that oh, okay. reason being is because it's, it's just kind of ironic you said that so you said something about the politicians did not have to stay in jackson no, that article was written. 
February that twenty. That article was written February twenty seventh. That was so that two was days ago. Okay, because I was just thinking about the other issue that you said that happened in front of the Capitol, and I'm just thinking, was that could that be uh, one of those cause and effect type things to where okay, this happened, that politician may not feel safe, but you know, I guess the politicians there locally are predominantly black anyway, so I guess it wouldn't matter. You're muted. You mute yourself. I don't know who you talking to. Who you talking to, man? Talking to you. I said Jackson is the capital. <laughs> you muted. Jackson's the capital. Yeah, I appreciate y'all telling me because I did not know. Jackson's the capital. Right. And so any politician working in the state works in downtown Jackson, Mississippi, mm-hmm. in the heart of all of the blackness we just read about. Right. And the, the event that uh Black Sand is talking about is I don't know, I forget how many months ago that was. But I was informed by a prominent attorney in, in Jackson that that was a shootout right in front of the Capitol. We were shooting at each other, not at anybody else, in front of the Capitol building in Jackson, Mississippi. And I say we because it was black people. That's the sad part. That's the sad mm-hmm. part. So we're not helping the situation that being that's being created. And that's the reason why they're trying to push that because due to all the murder rate and all the crimes that's happening in Jackson, they feel like that's going to help the community become a better place. All right, Tasia, this is is the thing that that annoys me about this entire situation. You can't create a problem and then offer the solution at the same time. Exactly, but they think- And the oldest tactics for how long? They've been using that tactics before World War I. They're using that tactic to this day. Yeah, in every but major city. They're not doing anything to fix the fix the core problem. They're just taking that problem and using that to create more slaves in the criminal justice. And, and here's another thing I'm I'm worried about too. Where, where's the democracy at? Because if they're not elected and they're not appointed, where's the democracy at? There is no democracy. They don't want one. Trump, Trump showed you what to do with that democracy shit. The democracy is happening now. That's why they're voting. So once that okay. democracy comes into effect, then they can have their own system amongst themselves because they're not elected officials. They're appointed. So mm-hmm. somebody's going to say, we're going to appoint it, but it's going to be a point. Do you have any idea how much generations of this one's cousin, nephew, Brother, and it's just gonna be a straight line and nepotism. It's it's ridiculous. It's, you 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 no, this That's is ridiculous. Now. That's what happens now with our politicians. Most of them family are into it. This is tyranny. Yeah, but um, you can you can look at Palestine and see the same thing, and this is on a national scale. So so I don't want I don't want there to be promising commerce in the country. Okay. We're gonna start laying people off and not and not doing anything to subvert the less eyes on, on those the same problems. problems. I'm gonna create a problem and then I'm gonna create a law or new rules and system in place, put that in place to fix that problem, but it's gonna hurt everybody involved but the pockets of the person that created the problem. So what's the problem? What's the problem they need to really address then in, in, in just- so the problem they're trying to address, I think, from a criminal justice point of view, I think what they're the theory they're trying to address is the theory of predeposition of crime. You're born into a family of crime. 
you grew up in this area, this area has this, so you're predisposed to commit crimes based on your environment. So now with that principle and with the statistics showing and the data they have proven that this is happening, now they can take this before the courts and say, hey, we need to redistrict, we need these laws passed for these um, court appointed officials because maybe hypothetically, these are black officials in these positions. We need to get them out and use somebody else who's not biased because they're not doing their jobs. We need to appoint somebody else. That's what they're trying to do, hypothetically. And to them, it works. If you have the data that supports your argument, it's always gonna be stronger than the people of the city saying, that's not what we doing when the numbers show otherwise. Yeah, the data shows something different. Yeah, big facts. Big facts. Motherfuckers having an okay corral. Goddamn shootout in front of the damn Capitol. Who, like, come on, man. There you go. You focus on the symptom. I'm not, I'm just saying that is just. And this is what I'm saying right here. These, the problems that we're having in every major city where there is crime, and you know, honestly, 100% across the nation, crime is down. It's not up. It's not up. It's not up. I have to I have to say that over crime has been on a dime downward uh downward trend since like 2010. All right. So so that's a fact. Okay. But the problem with crime is that there is a core foundational feed into it. And if you don't address that, you will never get rid of crime. You can throw all the cops at it. You can throw all the new judges at it. You can do it all day long. That is not going to stop. People are going to have to create, commit crime because they're hungry. Crime is always going to be there. Crime, always- I don't believe crime is always going to be there. I think crime is there because of the conditions that have been set for people to commit crime. You got some people that's out there, man, that just want to do fucked up shit. They just want to do devilish stuff man there are some people that are just out there that just think differently like that they yes think there that. are some there are some jeffrey Dahmers and F- jeffrey epstein's there's a few jeffrey's out there for sure Real you say r kelly there's some there's some roberts and jeffrey's out there that's for sure that's for sure that, that's but there's a lot of people out there that fell in love with crime as a result of doing crime and then and you have some people out there that would never have been in crime if they had the same opportunities and wealth and money and funding as some of your white you know how some you know how we get the adrenaline rush from from meeting a new female or hollering at a female or something like that you got that like, don't sound like a crime to me it's like no i'm just saying but that same feeling you got some people that feel that way about pulling off certain criminal acts okay but the same but, but, but black, black, that same if, adrenaline if rush my thing is, what if you never Devil had, made me do it? Is what they're saying. What if you never had the motivation to commit that first crime to begin with? You know how many celebrity kids commit crimes, and they very well. Yes. Just because kids that got both parents, kids that come from wealthy backgrounds. I I have access to people's criminal records, right? And I can see the police reports and everything. Or I've had access. Oh snap! Don't pull keep my name out your damn. Yeah, right. I'm gonna search. I'm gonna search. All right, we're gonna change this goddamn subject <laughs> right now. We're going to commercial break. 
uh, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Come savor the sweetness at Sugar Please Coffee House. We center the fun around coffee, desserts, homemade goodness, and signature confectionery treats. All of our award-winning sweets are served with a side of stellar customer service. Try our homemade cakes, delicious pies, cake shakes, boozy shakes, cocktails, mocktails, signature cider, jams, and salad dressings. Order a little sugar to go or visit sugarplease.com today. I'm making Gucci moves, my whip, bulletproof. I stash it on the roof. I come with them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. This is Save for the Mic. And yeah, we were talking about Jackson, Mississippi. Mentioned uh, the train crash into Palestine. But the real reason we brought that up was because this is really about voting. This is a voting conversation. Um, you know, if you don't vote, participate in the process, you know, you, you're going to end up with what the fuck you get. And that's just, that is what it is. We need people to run for office in every municipality state and national election so Ren, it, i done told you this man it's hard to get us to vote it's even harder to get us to run that too but voting wise i just think it take it's it takes a lot to get the point across that voting really is important to our community i, I just i don't know i just over the course of time that i've been on this planet I just feel like we miss that. I can definitely tell you, being a frontline worker with our youth, they totally miss it because it's not getting spewed into them at home, like it might have done for you know us on this panel. Voting is not a thing that's taught at home. If they do vote, it's because somebody like myself at a educational institute may have brought it up in class or something like that. But for the most part, man getting our people to understand the importance of it, man. I just think it's a real uphill battle. I would I'm love not trying to, see, to be negative, but I'm just I'm just saying. I would love to see civics come back in schools. I would love to see that. Yeah. But you had mentioned something off, off the air, man. What was that you was talking about? All right. So I was just saying I wanted to get everybody uh take on this, you know, for 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 you know in your local areas, you may have a low income area, say a project area or um, area that has Section 8 homes. And you have, and it may be located in a somewhat close to the downtown area uh, where uh, local officials have tried to grow the area. And they'll come in and they'll buy out that area, demolish that project, demolish that low income area, and bring in an amusement park, a stadium that's driving revenue into the state. The good thing about it, that revenue that's coming in, it, you know, it'll help fund, you know, uh, it could go to some of your educational institutions to improve the schools, improve the roads, uh, stuff like that, improve infrastructure. So my take is, how do you feel about, how does everyone feel about those officials coming in, demolishing those low income areas and putting up some, something like a water park uh, um, stadium, Amphitheater or something, you know what happened in Montgomery. Hey, you asked us a question, you go like, hold on, hold on. One, one of the most it happened in Montgomery. You know where Riverside is? You remember yeah, where Riverside is? Riverside's the gone. out to Riverside, yeah. Riverside is demolished, yeah. There's no, they've been on a water park there. What, yeah, you see, you see, hey, but hold up, wait a second. 
right, y'all go. Were ahead. you torn? Were you tormented by people at Riverside growing up? Because I no. They do not care. I I, w- I went over there several times trying to trying to air out some some things some some <laughs> problems. I went to Riverside several times trying to air out issues. So I, I'm, I'm gonna put it to you straight. You know, I, I understand where you're coming from because we call it gentrification. Right. Yeah. But, but, and there is a but in my opinion, but before I say what I want to say, I want to know what Brian was about to say. I'm going to give you a, a, a answer, but then I'm going to ask you a question first. What do you think about the theory that housing projects are just for money laundering in the first place? How are you money laundering for what? I ain't know that. I ain't heard. That's the first time I heard that. I mean, not, so, not, not for what? Like, like where you have to have a cash business to properly money launder. So, how, how does that? How does the that neighborhood pack set? So let let let's just say this. Let's say I'm a a land developer or whatever in the city, and I want a subsidized property or location. Uh. No, not criminally money laundering. I just like blue collar money laundering. Like, all right, so let's say I want a subsidized location in a city. I'm going to get money from the government to put these housing projects here. And it doesn't really matter how good they are. It doesn't really matter what they do. It just like they're called projects because they're guaranteed a certain amount of money per door that you rent out. Right. And they're called projects for a reason. Like it doesn't really matter how good they are. Like it's just about putting bodies in those homes. So you're going to get your money from the government. You're going to get your money from rent. So when these people have maximized their profit and they finally left, like, is that on politicians or is that just like what the purpose was in the first place anyway? In, in that particular case, and he brought up Riverside, I understand they did the same thing in the, the projects that was right there by Crampton Bowl too. They tore it down and built another set of projects right on top of it. Yeah, Um, that was Tulane Court where I was from. Mm -hmm. I I forget she's on here. Like, honey. But they made some, they made some, I'm sorry, you go ahead and finish your statement. What they put up there were nice though. Yeah. Yeah, they were. They put what well, they what well, they replaced it with was nice. And, but you know the the rule they put on those apartments they put up right there was strict as hell, and the people that they had moved out of those original apartments could not move back in. Mm. Those rules was extremely strict. Yeah. Uh, do, do you remember? Am I right, honey? Yep, you're right. They're very strict. So you just can't go in there, and if you a dude who was living with your your family and you happen to not have a job which is common for black men in inner city situations but you why could you not live that, in that place all the kids you, and the girl would get kicked out it was meant to split those families up but yeah so you look at it as they they, they did that to to purposely split those families up or that's just something it's that, like welfare yeah so you're saying that that was put in place to purposely split that family up what you're saying If you create the conditions and then offer a solution for the conditions, you create the problem and then and then exacerbate it. But Bear, why are you so damn quiet? Uh, oh, I'm just thinking like if I go in and I invest this amount of money into 
redeveloping or restructuring this area i would just think to 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 protect my investment i do need to have a certain guideline in place for my tenants so that the value and the layout the look of this property stays a certain way all right i'm gonna have just like in a neighborhood hold on let me finish now just uh, like in the neighborhood you have homeowners associations right and those homeowners association is to protect the neighborhood the property value of the neighborhood even though like for me man I can't change my mailbox unless I go get it approved. That ain't the same thing. Your mailbox, saying, and, your mailbox keep... and the man in the house is not the same goddamn thing. Okay, so what are some of these rules? So what, what if that man wanted to be a stay-at-home dad? Here's my opinion. He couldn't stay there. If him getting a job would be able to allow him to stay in the house, then he should be able to get a part-time job showing that he has some kind of income. Cause they have the minimum income restrictions if he want to be a stay-at-home dad then he need to be pulling in at least one day out of the month saying that he has a job but Taja, you're missing you're missing the point but, of no I it, it's impossible for that black man to get a job in that area yeah because i do understand what you're saying about the, way right. that the housing system was set no, up but you don't understand black 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 has an agenda this is What's not my new. agenda, man. This is not fucking new. I'm, you know what? We're gonna have, we're gonna have, we're gonna, we're gonna have our black economics episode. We're gonna bring this shit up, Mister Brian. Will you please put that down for next Wednesday? Because I am not gonna sit here and let this motherfucker do all this damn talking about his. I was just trying to make a point, brother man. I'm looking at it from a business. You see how Bear was waiting yeah. on this. That's why well, I asked him why if, he wasn't saying shit. Then how you gonna how you gonna how you gonna upkeep my place? Why the woman? Yeah. What the woman is working? Why he? I got I, I got some points to make too. So let's let's spend some time. So how many times yeah. have you went past the yard and it hadn't been cut? The grass okay. got down. All right, black. High. All right, black. We gonna have this conversation. We gonna have this conversation. We're gonna, 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 go We're gonna have this conversation, but I want to get to our subject. I'm, I'm not, not gonna sit here. I'm not going to sit here and debate with you. I'm not. I'm not. We're going to have this discussion. All right. Well, answer one more question for me. Because this is a whole. This is a. Answer one more question for me. Do you shouldn't have let you bring shit up. You see how black is sitting. See how barefaced is sitting right now. Do you? Do you? It's happening again. He's watching us. He's watching us. I can't take these niggas nowhere. Can Can you put it again? Can you just answer one question for me, Ren? Because you're a homeowner. Do you keep your yard up? Do you pay somebody or do you do it yourself? It's a yes or no question. This is this is a rhetorical It's a yes or no question. He knows me. He it's knows a yes me or and no I know question. Him. He has a ride lawnmower. I have a push lawnmower. They both run on gas. This nigga okay. knows I take why care do you of have? Him. Why do you have a push lawnmower? To do what? To earn money. That's how, that's how I make money. I'm Clippers. <laughs> now... Let's get on. Let's get on with the fucking show. I'm not gonna sit here and embarrass, let you embarrass black people. You, we're gonna, we're gonna have, fight. we're gonna have it in, in a full conversation about. It. You're gonna dedicate a full fucking show to this subject because I'm not gonna sit here and have a tap in, tap out, goddamn conversation about black economics in the neighborhood without giving a full throw to conversation because you, you know that there is a foundation to these problems. And you're gonna sit here and act like black people just 
fucking up. I did not say. I did not say all black people. I did not. No, nah, you ain't got to say all black people. I, you see, your line of statements, where you're going, is not where. where am I, it, is where I'm going to have a little, a little, a little substance of truth. So, worst okay. job. We're going to bring this shit up next week. Uh, right, please, Mr. Uh, Nike Newell, please write this down. This is our subject for Wednesday. We didn't have one for next week. We got it. one for Monday. We don't have one for next week. So we're going we're going to definitely talk about this one a week from today. For sure. Not feeling allowed black to hijack the show. What 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 if what if you had a neighbor that had a that had his grass had weeds in his yard and it spread over to your yard? What you gonna do? And now you gotta go invest in weed and feed to battle. Okay, I'm I'm going to indulge you just so you can let it go. I'm gonna indulge you just a little. If my neighbor's not doing that shit, I'm gonna kill his grass. You ready? (laughs) You ready? (laughs) I'm spraying his ass with some of the thickest. Uh, the thickest grass killing weed killer I can put in my sprayer. I'm going out there in the middle of the night. I'm gonna kill his shit. You're yeah, gonna have to put some turf down when I'm done. You you happy? All right. Leave it alone. Thank you. God damn it. We've been having this discussion for you. You know what? I'm gonna say save it for the mic. That's why we call it what we guess. This is the reason for our topic. For our title. Hey man, let's go on to the worst boss, man. Let's go on to the you, worst boss. Why don't you start off since you are energized and ready to talk shit about somebody? <laughs> I am. Yeah, listen to the audience. This is our live studio audience. They're happy we're moving on too. And since they here, make sure they follow and subscribe. I hate I hate that I said I missed you were here on the last episode. <laughs> Taking that shit back. Hey, you sound like you're getting your mojo back. Shut up. <laughs> Talking about he, you he brought up first thing you did was brought up Riverside, knowing what kind of fucking history I had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he went straight there. All the examples he could have used, he could have just said West Montgomery. He went straight to fucking Riverside. I've seen you knew what he was doing. That. Motherfucker. What was your worst job? My worst job, you know, before there was a Publix, there was a Bruno's. Anybody remember Bruno's? Bruno's. You worked at Bruno's? That's a Southern thing. Yes, it is. But Bruno's, Bruno's? Yeah, the one over there off Taylor Road. Okay. Off Taylor Road by uh by uh Taylor Road YMCA right down the street. Yeah. First job, you know, I had my little white shirt on, my little khaki pants, you know, had like a little preppy boy look. But I had this one asshole manager. His name was Mr. Locke. I don't even know if he's still alive to this day. Yeah, boo his ass. <laughs> Mr. Locke was a was a was a was a hater. So you know, you know how you have a little down downtime, right? So it was one Saturday, man. We had a little downtime. I'm a bag boy. I'm, you know, we didn't have any customers in, right? So, you know, he see himself. Matter of fact, Petway was working with me. Oh, Pet. Nobody know the fuck Petway is. Don't worry about that. Pet gonna have to listen to the show. I just gave him a little plug. But Pet was working with me, right? We on the, we sitting here, we just talking about football or some stuff, talking about hooping at the way. Anyway, 
Mr. Lock comes by. He's like, hey, man, y'all need to go find something to do. Y'all can go get some buggy. So we went outside, got the bugs, came back in. We talking again. He said, hey, have y'all checked those bathrooms? I said, nah, go check the bathroom. Check the bathrooms. Clean the bathrooms up. Make sure toilet paper in there, all that, you know, everything. Everything straight. Come back to our post. Mr. Lock comes back. Says, hey, have y'all checked the bathrooms? Like, yeah, we checked the bathroom. He goes in there. He looks in the bathroom, so so say. He comes out the bathroom and says, hey, y'all have not checked those bathrooms. You need to go in there and look and see what's in the bathroom. I go in the bathroom. I just left. <laughs> I can see the face of you. I just left the bathroom. This motherfucker has taken toilet paper, made spitballs out of them, threw them on the wall. Toilet paper just threw it all over the floor, hit the toilet thing where it overflooded and every damn thing had shit everywhere. Told me to go get the mop. You need to go clean that up. So he just wasn't really fucking with you. <laughs> he went there, took a shit in the toilet, flooded it. He went in there and messed the toilet up on purpose just to get us to do something, just to get us cleaning nothing. I quit. Yep. (laughs) That's what he did. Man, I wanted to key his damn. Matter of fact, I did key his car. Hey, that's cool. Oh, my bad. You keyed somebody's car before? Man, I keyed his car. You know, rather I got through cleaning it, you know, I'm saying, all right. I'm going to go get somebody's car. I'm going to go get buggies. Let me go get my buggies for a whole hour. Oh, oh and I, and he parked in the very back of the parking lot. I took my key as I was getting my buggy. I stuck my key out just a little further from my waist, and I just ran it down the side of his car. <laughs> Hold that. A mess. Fucker. He didn't even care to tell it. I did it. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he can't do nothing about that, man. What kind of car was it? He had um, like a tan, one of them old tan trailblazers. <laughs> Can't see and he liked to smoke a lot. He smelled like cigarettes. He smelled like cigarette smoke. He always always have his sleeves rolled up. He had like this bushy mustache. He was a skinny dude. He had the the cigarette smoke neck. Was he black or white? Man, come on now. <laughs> come on now. Were you really gonna ask me that question? What do you think? I'm gonna guess he was a white guy. He I was a white guy. Okay, good. Nobody liked Mister Lock. L- he like spelled it. his name L-O-C-K-E. Mr. Locke. The Locks of Montgomery. Damn him. There was a large family of them out there. Anybody you got- really the only person I know that still say damn him. <laughs> <laughs> As I know. I was a school teacher. I don't know. A lot of people don't notice about me. I, I taught junior high school for two, three years. <laughs> On the third, I was, I was working at the school where I was expelled from. Me and Black Sands Junior High, alma mater. Well, I can't say alma mater. I was an alum. Because <laughs> I got expelled. He ain't make it. I ain't make it through. And uh, it's a school called Brubaker Junior High School, Montgomery, Alabama. I was I was kicked out of that school, but when I, I graduated from college and I had, was working on my ed, school education degree, master's degree, and it was like, you know, you can teach right now. You can go ahead and get that full-time job and be teaching and just come to class at night. It's like, oh, I can do that bit. What school did I go to? I didn't go. I didn't, I didn't apply it downtown. I went straight to the school. I was like, I'm going to the school 
where I fucked up at, you know, see if I can redeem myself. And I you knew that, but did they knew that? <laughs> well, I still had issues. I still had my own way of doing things. You know, I, you know, I was still fresh out of Jackson State and moving on over to ASU. I've been to ASU two years at this point. I still had some bad habits happening, but <laughs> I was a better guy. I was a better guy. I, I went in with great intentions. Black, were you already teaching at this point? Uh, I might have just started teaching. I think you had just started too. Yeah, I think we graduated around the same time. Yep. So we, <laughs> so I'm up there. You know, I taught two years, and, and my my principal name, Fountain, Miss Fountain, gave me a pink slip every year I was there. Mm. My third, <laughs> just trying to get your attention. My th- my third year, they had moved me. I was an English teacher. They moved me to speech and drama. I guess I guess they didn't like how I was a how I was a teacher of English because I was getting suspended again as a teacher for the way that I was talking to the students, <laughs> you know. But anyway, so I got I got to uh, the third year. I was a speech teacher. My my neighbor across the way was a black military guy. He was a military art. He was an arts teacher, but he was very militant. It was an odd combination, but he was cool as fuck. Whenever I needed something, I could ask him. And then the guy next to me was a band teacher. I'll get to that in a minute. He was cool, but he was the band teacher, and he had some problems that we didn't find out until later. I have an autistic student, an autistic student with ADHD. This is a very bad combination. He's in my class. This is mid mid year. This student takes my water bottle Mew. and fills it with Clorox bleach. Mew. I remember you telling me oh, that. Oh, baby. Dennis right. the meanest. While, <laughs> while I'm teaching, on the other side of the class, my desk is over here. His desk is right in front of my desk. I'm over here teaching this group of kids. I come back. You know, I get thirsty. I open the bottle. Up. Oh, shit. I'm spitting bleach everywhere. Psh, psh, right? I walk out the class. I don't even say shit to the students. I walk out the class. I go to the office. Hey, I've been poisoned. You know, cause I swallow something. I've been poisoned. I'm I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go take care of this, and I'm gonna try to come right back. That's a dirty game. Principal says to me, You mean you ain't have a top on your water? That's teaching one on one. Hey, I told you that though. I said the same. <laughs> I did though. I did have a top on my water. To this day, I remember this story when you called me like like it's yesterday. I said, I said every time I have a bottle on my desk, I have a top on because I do not want that happening to me. Go ahead. That, that, <laughs> I looked at her and we have had some issues up to this point. And I was already annoyed with because everything I did, this bra fought me. She stopped me from having plays. She stopped me from letting my teach my students give speeches in you know public places. She stopped me from having my students visit, you know, performing arts centers. She stopped everything. She ain't let me do nothing, right? So I was annoyed as hell with her. So when she said that shit to me, I looked her right in her fucking eye, and I did the same thing I did in my church. Say, you know what, Miss Fountain? Fuck you, I quit. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn her. Yeah, damn her. Now, the reason I brought up the teachers in my proximity is because 
the teacher in the band, the band teacher, got every fucking thing he wanted. Everything. New instruments. They went on trips. They went everywhere. Motherfuckers in jail for molesting my students. I was just about to say, I knew he a pedophile. He was a and fucking I remember pedophile. That. I remember when they um, locked him up. I remember that. That motherfucker in jail to this motherfucking day. Good. They always let the pedos get away with stuff. But here I am. I still got my students are adults and they still call me. They still hit me up. I'll never forget the lessons you taught me. I'll never forget the people you introduced me to. I ne- you know, because I was a good teacher. He All probably right. got students saying the same thing. Hey, so hey, Ooh. that band teacher, you know if he's still in jail? Yeah. He ain't he's getting out for 25. Let me ask you the question you asked me. Was he white? What color was he? That was a brother. Uh oh. He was black. Yeah. I remember him. And he molested at least three little girls. That's tough. Wild on trips. That is real tough. A renaissance. Yeah. As far as that bleach, I bet your mouth was cleaner then than it is. That's a rare rap. She got before you read. Oh, what Hold I meant that. to say was that was a heartfelt story. I, I really the laid bird, my stuff out right the there. Bird, I can't what believe you took. You know what? You know what? I'm I'm gonna let. I'm just gonna let that go. I I'm not I'm not gonna buy hey, you. Well, what did you do about no. the Clorox though? Huh? You drunk Clorox? It wasn't the first time. That's tough. <laughs> you gotta clean your system. Did you report the student? You, you, you talk no, about I was never that. gonna report the student. I just wanted I just wanted to go somewhere, clear my system, and come back to class. That's all I wanted to do. He from Jackson. You know, huh? All I wanted to do. That's all I just wanted to go somewhere, give me a lot of goddamn water, some lemon juice and, and vinegar. And clear my fucking system. That's Did all it I want. It was an instant. You like you knew you knew you knew instantly with Clorox. Yeah, not yeah. four nine, not 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 yeah. fabuloso. And the reason I know because that was the only thing I had in the room for cleaning my room. Clorox. Tough, man, he was trying to kill. You. He was trying to take you out. Oh yeah, he had just gotten the F on the test. Did he, he get expelled? I don't know. I quit the day that the shit happened. Hey, I don't know what happened. Hey, I did. What color was the student? Because see, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> why are you what the hell i just want to know why, why are you old? all right he, it was a lot a, of things been happening at the t- when i went when black and i went to that school it was like 70 percent white yeah at okay. this time it was about a, about 85 to 90 percent black oh, okay because yeah it, it was it was it, he was black he was a black i had an all black class matter of fact i'm gonna say it was 100 percent black yeah <laughs> I don't remember seeing any white people in that school when I was there. It's just that's, the teachers. That boy tried to, he tried to take you out. Yeah, he tried. He tried, yeah, that's what he thought he was doing. But to keep, you know, I just really just wanted to go flush my system. That was it. Was anybody else got a job or a bad boss? But wait, let's make sure you feel better about this situation. That, you ain't got to worry about my feelings, yeah. Taylor. You know what? No, no, damn it. Matter. I'm Listen. fine. That boss, you're not fine. It still bothers you to this day. She should have not stopped you and let the pedophile molest them kids on that trip <laughs> when all you wanted to do was be right 
and do right by them kids and get them life experiences that they you, wouldn't have got on you know there. If I had not left, maybe I wouldn't be where I am in my career today. You know, now I'm, that I sit here what? and think about it, it is kind of effed up. She didn't ask you how you was doing. She's just no, none of that. Still face, man. Why you put a why you put a top on your drink, man? <laughs> like you supposed to know, like you supposed to know better. <laughs> That's teaching one on one. Teaching one on one. Like what the fuck is that? That's, you could have brought that up. Like this is your attitude towards me. Damn. <laughs> I got a horrible story. That's oh. like that's like going to a quarterback. You don't know how to throw a football, nigga. <laughs> Who the fuck expect people to put shit they drink? Well, everybody, when you go to the club, do you leave your drink sitting? Hell there? no, because people right. are, you know, we talk <laughs> about <laughs> children. <laughs> Jesus. He is just as bad. No. What you got? What you got, Taylor? I was a contracted caregiver. This was back in like 2017, right? So I had this one client because I work with people with disabilities and he was blind. So what he liked to do, hold on, let me tell you what happened and then I'll give y'all the leading details. So what happened is I went in as a, co a contracted caregiver for a blind person and the lady ended up trying to make me her house slave. So here's what happened. So he, he was blind and he liked to do puzzles and stuff, right? So one day we sitting there at the table doing a puzzle and she comes over because my job is to make sure he's taken care of and I do all the things that he wants me to do. She messed the puzzle up on the table and was like, no, you're not going to do that. Go in the kitchen and wash my dishes. So I took her blind son. He's grown. I said, hey, would you like to try a new activity today? He's like, yes. I was like, let's wash dishes, right? Because I'm not your housekeeper, but this is a skill building for him. And she's like, no, you don't make him wash dishes. I said, excuse me, ma'am. I'm doing my job and we're doing housekeeping skills today. So then she got mad and tried to make me go through the house and clean her boxes and all that kind of stuff. Then she called the company I was working with and was like, um, well, it was time for him to get a bath. She's like, you don't have to be in there with him. He knows how to bathe himself. I was like, are you sure? Because at this point, I didn't trust her because just the last week she was talking to me about how her family had slaves and where they came from and all that kind of stuff. Oh, hell no. Yeah, so then when she when she did that, I already felt uncomfortable. So I'm calling I'm calling my company like, hey, I don't know what this lady is up to. I'm not trusting her. The same time she calling them, she left him in a tub by himself. And at this point, I was like, you know what? I'm not this lady's slave. She want me to clean her house and be her housekeeper and won't let me do my job to help this man have a help a happy and fulfilling life. So your job. You know what? I quit. <laughs> Yeah, he like, please don't. This is you're like the third person. I said it's a problem. Drop her contract. Don't ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta stand up for yourself. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You just gotta stand up for yourself. You can fuck if it's water or not, nigga. Right? <laughs> right. Oh, Lord. I bet you still traumatized in this day about a bottle of water since oh, probably just pull that shit out. I'm really not. I just won't be drinking shit around nobody. Oh, <laughs> Bear, you got one? I... Me and my life was bliss, man. I can't complain. No bad job, no bad bosses. 
I guess the closest thing would be that damn Win Dixie Warehouse in Montgomery. Ooh, I that know a bunch business. of people that through there. Huh? I know a bunch of people that work through there. And it was a very oppressive ass environment over there. <laughs> it, it felt like a plantation when you walked on there, like a concrete plantation. <laughs> yes. That just one in Tyson, the Tyson Chicken Factory. Yeah. That was in the gum too? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I was I used to work there like last year. I ain't never seen where they where they knew. I thought that was on the outskirts, like Union Town. They call it, it they call it it's cooked foods now. It used to be Tyson a long time ago. Well it, it was over by by the airport, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Before you get to the airport, it's like on uh West South Boulevard, and you know the uh airport is on Selma Highway, but that's right down the street. Yeah. Yeah, it's still there. They still working there. Yeah, they're still there. All right. Well, Bear said you don't have what you got. You got one, honey. Um, working over there at the chicken house, I had a um uh, a boss, and he looks like I I called him um Peter Griffin, cause that's exactly what he looked like, and he <laughs> he was racist, and fuck? and I I think that he just ain't like women, and he had he came when I started working there. It was another manager there. He ended up coming in maybe like two months into me working there, and then a new lady ended up coming in. She didn't. I guess she didn't care for me. Everything this lady told this man, he tried to. You know, he he kept. He, my husband worked there too, and my husband been there like thirteen years. And he kept, if it wasn't me, he was picking at my husband. We kept trying to, you know, saying we was leaving the um the plan or we doing this or I wasn't doing my work and then I you know I I'll take him to HR he thought I wasn't gonna take him to HR I told him he got the right one because I'm not gonna let you talk to me no any kind of way because that's how he did he just talked to he he didn't know how to talk to people and I told him I said you couldn't have how is your manager when you can't even you don't even know how to talk to your employees you know you can't he said well I I never really okay then that's the problem but you're not gonna talk to me like that. I'm one black um, sister that you're not gonna talk to no any kind of way. And I took him to HR. And ever since I had took him to HR, he kept picking at me, kept picking at me, and until I had to just go off on him. And they told me I couldn't come back over there no more. And they had security guards at the gate. That is. And I left. So <laughs> yeah, he was very, very rude and nasty. Is it? Is it? Uh, is, is, it is the consensus that most of us <laughs> had our issues in Montgomery? Yes. Oh, I did have one boss we had to get in back back when I was like 23, 24. Used to work at AutoZone and a manager there, and he, he was younger than us. So, you know, he, he felt like, oh, he because he's younger than us, oh, I'm bossing these older guys around. And he was a dick, you know, to the point where other managers used to like step in, like, man, go sit down somewhere. This shit ain't that serious. So, my last day, he came up there when he was off. So dedicated, Mr. Mike. Yeah, I was the one that did that to your car. <laughs> but I pretty much put all the aisle six on his car when he walked out that building. Boy, they died laughing. I put everything, the glitter, the stickers, the lightning, the unicorns. I stuck that shit all around that car. <laughs> The eyelashes, the works, bro. I put everything on that little nail. Y'all are high mess. You and Black like messing with people' cars. Bro, okay. I put the I'm pink, the get I put back the pink and the red flames on there. By that get back. 
I wanted to pull my he he wore to pay. I I wanted to pull the toupee off his head like I told him, but I didn't do it, y'all. I didn't. Yeah. Do it. I really wanted. <laughs> oh, that's been it, it's, that was that was a good little segment. We might need to do some uh, workplace violence story or something like that. <laughs> oh, I got one for you too. I got one oh. for you. Now. Oh yeah, I got I got a workplace violence story too. Yeah, we might have to do one for that for another for another show. I got a you know, good one for you. You're gonna like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's uh, take a break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna close out the show with the last word. This is uh, been saving for the mic. We'll be right back. Let's pay some bills. We'll be right back. PM Audio. We offer custom audio for every need for podcasts, advertisements, short films, and more. We have your unique audio soundtrack ready for use, all major networks or platforms. We also offer music production, mastering, and publishing. You can find us on Instagram and YouTube at BPM Audio 334. Email us at BPM Audio 334 at gmail.com. I'm making Gucci moves, my whip. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are back. This is it, man. We uh, have had a fantastic conversation. Please do not forget to share and subscribe everywhere you listen, hear, or watch. Let's go. Already. And uh, don't forget that we also have these beautiful mugs and glasses and 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 amazing cups by endless custom creations uh, it's you know he, he personalizes see my name on there got my logos and stuff going uh there's our glassware it's a sifter there wine cup there's another one we are balling but you know what we had a great show uh we we we, we talked about jackson in the in in length um, Jackson, Mississippi, as as this new Jim Crow law is uh, try, being tried in court at the moment, but the fact that they would even bring it up and try to even bring this out, we uh, frown upon that. And so we want everybody to be aware because if you don't get involved in politics, then politics will get involved in you. And I mean that uh, if you're not in the political atmosphere in your general area locally statewide or nationally um whether you do anything about it or not the the that, that, politi- that politician will be a part of your life no matter what you do so you better get involved and um with what's going on with norfolk norfolk southern and east palestine palestine up in ohio uh please ladies and gentlemen do not assume that this cannot happen in your area this is a real thing these corporations are taking full advantage of our area and and every and I, I was on my way picking up my daughter today and a big long train passed by and i just imagine you know that train track travels probably about i say two football fields away from my daughter's school and so these things are are right next to you you take it for granted and it can happen in your area and this is a whole nother thing where your vote and your involvement in your local politics does make a difference and can lower the standards 
for things happening around you right under your nose and next thing you know east palestine is in your backyard so pay attention to what's going on there as well and uh we stand in solidarity with those people regardless of how they voted um i do feel for them and i believe i speak for all of us when i say that um we're going to close the show and honey you here why don't you go ahead and say your last word because uh, I, I, I'll, I'll forget because I don't see your face. Surprise, Shawty! Could have, could have prepped up. Um, I wasn't ready. I, I just, just want to say that you're right on. Uh, people need to get out and vote if they want something better or they want, you know, um, uh, something to go on different. Um, in these cities and states, they need to get out. Of, they really, really need to get into politics, and they really need to vote because these people that are in here, they're doing what they want to do, and people complain. But if you don't vote, I mean, what you're complaining for? So please, 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 people, get out and vote. Mm-hmm. All right, who's next, man? Who's who's that close? I- I'll just go ahead and hop on in here. Mine is going to be real brief. Not only do you need to vote, but you also need to make sure that you're, you know, something very simple is just paying attention to your local news. Because some of these issues that are going on or some of these policies that are going on, you can actually be aware of them, not just by word of mouth and, you know, you spreading out what somebody else said, but most of this stuff will, will be broadcast or televised on your local news channel. Uh, where you can get a little 411 information on that. So make sure that you pay attention to your local news as well as making sure that you get out there and exercise your right to vote. Teach is on. Tasia, you're muted. I'm here. What's your, what's your last word? My last words, I, I was really going to say pay attention to those things that affect you. Be aware. Um, on top of that, it's just like Ignorance is no excuse at this point. Just remaining clueless just because doesn't cut it in today's society. You're going to walk yourself right off the edge of the cliff if you don't open your eyes, do your research, and find out things on your own. Don't be reactive. Be proactive. Absolutely. Barry, you've been quiet tonight, man. What's going on, man? So, Do you have any words for your last word? I mean, everybody pretty much touched on it, you know, how essential voting is, especially in, in this situation. It's a prime example of not being active in your community and people not being aware of their surroundings, that there's people around them with power who control the conditions of their communities. And in this day and age, with information right at your fingertips, you have no excuse to say you didn't know. At, at this point, I'm starting to think people are comfortable in their captivity. Yes, there is pushback and that still gives me hope, you know? That, that still gives me hope in knowing that there is still people down there woke enough to fight back. Just have to hope that it's, a, it, it's enough, you know? Yeah. Just have to hope it's enough. And, you know, this is life, live its fullest extent. I always like to share. Anytime I learn something, I, I learned something today and I said, I just had to share. I learned a recipe for holy water. Holy water? Yes, girl. 
Oh, let's share it. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. You want a recipe? Yeah. I, I mm -hmm. might eat well, I'm all ears, but I'm worried. <laughs> Get some water and you boil the hell out of it. Lord. You know what? That's right. I thought you were going to say pee in it or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's for black. That's, that's, that's that black golden shower recipe. <laughs> that holy shower recipe. That's what black make. <laughs> you just get some distilled water. Nike knew what you got. Yes, he uh, do. He looks um, like my answer would be my final words would be a combination of uh what Black and what Tasia said. Uh, one to each his own, um, and two, you mean always be aware of your surroundings. You know, I don't really you know, care if you vote or not, you know, a lot of people feel like they're trapped in a two-party system in the first place. So they feel like their vote is wasted. So I understand that. But also at the same time, if you're not going to cast your vote, if you are going to cast your vote, um, I just hope you're educated in the choice that you're making, um, that you actually believe in it and you're not just doing something that you saw somebody else do. Um, you know, the only thing that really matters to me is that you have conviction in what you're trying to say to somebody else or get them to believe in. Um, otherwise, you know, it's just, you know, chaff in the wind it doesn't really matter. Those are my final words. Well, I am a huge proponent for voting. I think that uh, anybody that doesn't vote is voting against their own self-interest. And, and, and I'm going to say this, I said it before, there's no permanent friends and no permanent enemies. There's always permanent interests. Hmm. And if you're not hmm. working towards your own your own best interests, in whatever vote or political stance you have, is it if it doesn't benefit your best interests, you working against yourself, and it's simple as that. So, uh, if if you're not involved, and you have things that you want to get done, then you're not helping yourself. Period. And it's just as simple as that. So, this is it, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of Save for the Mic. Hopefully, the finished product will be less than an hour and a half, but I don't think we're going to make it this time. Hmm. <laughs> uh, and, and probably not next week either, because it sounds like we got a lot to hit on and a lot that, that some folks is passionate about. Yeah, bring your boxing gloves, because Black is going to be working out. <laughs> Coming out for Creed Three. <laughs> Where's my music at? Where's Lord Branson? Because I'm ready to get out of here. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Just save it for the mic. Don't forget to subscribe, follow me out here. Riding out on Lord right, Branson again. Look at the kid dancing. And we are out.